Welcome to the Manifestor's Journey podcast. I'm your host, Candy Nairobi Santana, law graduate turned actress, author, and producer. I believe life is all about creating from a place of wisdom, love, and courage. Each episode, we will bring you inspiring stories and messages to help you create your dream life today. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to episode number six. Meet this week's guest, Amira Sane, the founder of Brunch and Slay, which was created in hopes of raising the bar for collaborative experiences for women. She is a mother. She is a wife. And she created this to really have events for women where they can uplift each other and help each other follow their dreams. Since then, it's taken off and she's been able to collaborate with brands such as SoulCycle, Apple and more. So tune in and I, I hope you guys enjoy listening to how she was able to turn her vision into a reality. Hi, Amira. Thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you for having me, Candy. I'm so excited to chat with you today. Thank you. So you're a fellow podcaster, so you're like an expert already with this. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far, but yes, I am a fellow podcaster. So everyone already heard an amazing intro about brunch and slay, but What's not in the intro is the inspiration behind it, your journey. So let's get started. Um, let's just tell me about the name. What inspired you to call it Brunch and Slay? You know what? I cannot even take the credit for the name. I literally had an idea of what I wanted. I knew I wanted some kind of something for women. I knew I wanted to connect. And, and a little bit about my backstory, I'd worked in the field and traveled 85% of the time at my previous job. When in I worked what field? In sales. I worked sales. for corporate America. I worked in sales and I was always on a plane. So, and I was newly married when I started that job. And so when I would come home, I was literally just spending time with my new husband. Now we've been married 11 years now. So that lets you know how long nice. I was flying <laughs> up and down in the air. Uh, a good eight years of our marriage, I spent in a hotel. Wow. Yeah. So I'm literally uh, wanting this space. I We'd moved so much. And then when I traveled, I could never find women to truly connect with to who I was then. You know, it's not, I wasn't the same person I was when I got married or when I even was in college. So I wanted to find women who were go-getters, who were moving and shaking. Maybe they were flying for work every week too. It was just a different realm. And I couldn't find it. And I thought, wow, where am I going to find these folks? I complained about it for years to my husband. So I had the privilege and the blessing of being laid off at six months pregnant. <laughs> what? No, 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 no. Wait a minute. How do you, how, tell me how you got to call that a privilege. How did that happen? Well, um, you ever date somebody and it's like, you know what, this, this has got to end. I'm going to try to make him break up with me or, or either, or either I'm going to break up with him or he's going to break up with me, but something's got to give, right? Girl, yes. <laughs> One too many times. <laughs> so that's where I kind of was in that position. And I knew the company was in a weird place financially. So, uh, I didn't expect to be there forever. I was already planning my exit, stra exit strategy. I've been planning for two years, which was my dream. So oh, you, you were already planning to end yes. this relationship for yes. two years. Yes. Wow. Saving my coins. And, <laughs> you know, I was actually going to school because I wanted to open a nail salon. Okay. And I went back and got my, I'm a nail tech, which is crazy. Most people don't know that, but I got it because I believe if you're going to do something, if somebody calls in, you should be able to step in. So right. I wanted my license. I wanted to know if somebody was lying or cutting corners or doing something illegal. So I went to school and I was pregnant going to nail school. 
And working. And working. Yeah. Because I was right there. I literally had, I was about to, in my mind, open these doors, right? (laughs) Right. You know, it sounds to me that it took you two, you were planning for two years because you were waiting to have everything perfect before you took Mm -hmm. the leap. I was. And and we learn that that's not how it works. You're right. Oh, look at you. (laughs) Right. 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 Because I've been there where it's like, let me line everything up perfectly and then I'll jump. And in the, you're thinking you're lining things up and it's like, nope, take the jump now. Nothing's ever going to be perfect. Do the best you can today. You are speaking to my, my, my inner, my inner parts. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's that's exactly where I was. I thought I was about to open this super posh nail salon in my head. It was basically brunch and slave for a nail salon. Super wow. posh. And I I'm driving, I'm working, I and I get a phone call from my then supervisor and the phone call lasted like 3 minutes and he tells me basically your services are no longer needed effective immediately. Just through the phone. Just through the phone. Yes. Wow. There so that wow. was a slap in the face because I've been with this company for 10 years and I made, I, you know, I've given a lot of, like I told you, I was on a plane 85% of the time, not with my husband, not nurturing doing your best, yeah, doing everything I needed to do. And this is what they taught me. And this is how they treated me. And I wasn't surprised that the position was not no longer there. I was surprised at how they broke up. Let with you me. go. Yes. <laughs> All right. You, you know, I've been in that in your position and in the moment you're like, how dare you? Let me go like that. But then you're like, okay, thank God, because if not, I would have never done this myself. (laughs) And and you know what? At the time, I don't know if I could see that I never would have done it myself in that way. But I I think my feelings were hurt because no one wants to be broken up with. So I'm, I'm on the phone with this guy, you know, and I literally hung up with him. I looked at my clock on my car and I said, okay. You got two minutes, girl. Oh no! You better (laughs) cry right now. But when that clock hits, I think it was like. 259 or something like that. When it hits 259, you better suck it up and you better figure out how you're going to go and into this next chapter because you already got a plan. You just got to make it work. Right. So that's amazing. That's a really big takeaway. You gave your time, yourself the time to feel your emotions. Mm-hmm. You said, I'm going to give myself two minutes to be as upset as I need to be, but then I'm moving on. Oh, yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. And I cried for a minute and 30 seconds. <laughs> and I yelled and I set, dropped a couple of F-bombs, you know. <laughs> and then I called my husband, told him what happened. And he said, let's get it. That was it. That's it was like there was, no, there was no downtime. That's so beautiful. And that's what getting fired was what inspired my book. And it's so similar because I, I was in an office. And of course, I knew like I need to stop doing this job. Like I need to just step into my dream life fully. And I was scared and I was making these backup plans and calculating six months down the line, three months. You know, your mind is just, and in five months, it'll be better right now. It's just not the time because you're scared, of course. And I remember he, he said, you know, we're letting you go effective immediately. And in that moment, I was like, well... (laughs) what do I do now? Like, what do I want to be known for? I can cry here. I can beg for this, even though I know this is not where I want to be. So I just walked out, cried in my car and I called my mom. I'm like, mom, you know, sobbing. I was, I'm I'm a crybaby, I will admit. (laughs) And I was like, mom, she's like, okay, you know what you have to do next? And I was like, well, you're not going to like feel bad. You're not going to, she's like, no, I know you're going to be fine. Yeah. And I was like, you know what? If my mom knows I'm going to be fine, 
I have to believe it too. So that's amazing. That call, that person that you can say, hey, look, this just happened to me. To get their support is priceless. Oh, yeah. 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 And and for me, I realize now that had I not been six months pregnant, had I not been, you know, literally had the rug pulled off and under me, being six months pregnant, number one, made me have to be still because six months pregnant, no one's hiring you. Let's just be real. <laughs> in a perfect world, you'd hope so. But we all know people are immediately thinking she's going to need time off. Oh my gosh. You know, that's just the world we live in. So I knew, don't even try it, girl. I said, okay, you're going to enjoy the rest of this pregnancy. Cause I only planned on, you know, having one kid. I'm like, you know what? Just enjoy it. Cause it made as many memories as I can. Right. And then I told myself I was going to stay at home until she was eight months. I wasn't going to think about opening a nail salon or anything until she was eight months and give her that time to just bond. And I would have never had that opportunity had I not been laid off. So that's why I said, thankfully this happened. That's how you turned it into a grateful moment for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And now I've been home with her for three years. So this is pretty awesome. Because you've created something beautiful from that event. Right. So tell us about brunch and slay. So I talk about this all the time. When you're creating something, what is the purpose behind it? Because that will help you continue it even during hard times. Or I'm sure there's moments you've had where you're like, why am I doing this? And you just got to remember what it is. So tell us the purpose behind Brunch and Slay. The purpose of Brunch and Slay initially and and still, I'm just selfish. I love being around boss women. Like (laughs) I love being around women who own it, who are Nothing makes me happier than to see someone have an idea and it comes to fruition and they created it and they nurtured it. And then we get to fan the flames and we get to see it grow. Like today, I'm super excited because one of literally my first sponsor who ever reached out to me, she was featured in Vogue Italy today. No way. Yes. And I'm like, go girl, go girl. You know, and I got to see her and she was already on that path. You know, obviously she was sponsoring something for me, but to see her, evolved and change and we talk and we become friends now and I saw that today and my heart leap left uh, because I thought this is why and to be able to connect with women like that you stay full you stay with a feeling of you can do anything and so right. that's what brunch and slay is about it's about not just business but working together to live our best life and health and wealth and and in fitness and finances. So it's it's very important that we put ourselves first and we put our health first and we build our, our life that we desire. And to be around other women who are making that a priority, I want to just continue to spread that net and cast it as far as I can and let other women know that, hey, there's a place for you. Right, because it's all about connecting with like-minded individuals who we can uplift each other, help each other, and and just really hold the space for our growth and our dreams to come true. And it takes a village, right? So we all, by by pushing one another, we're all helping each other get to that place. Yeah. And and that's what I find is so beautiful. I listen to your episodes. I love it. I love everything I can see on your site. (laughs) And um, so you hold brunches where everyone gets together and do we do they have speakers? What takes place during these brunches? Well, How the do you brunches through them. Well, yeah, the brunches are all. I try to make them different because I want people to keep coming back. I don't want them to feel like um, that 
it's the same old, same old. So I may have panels, I may have speakers and the brunch, obviously my name is Brunch and Slay. So we got to have some brunch in there, but you know, we also do health and wellness. We do technology, uh, everything that I think that we need in our little toolkit. So whatever we need in our toolbox, I'm thinking of how we can do that in a fun, chic, fabulous way. Now, do you work with other businesses and brands to, to help make this happen? Do you collaborate Oh, that's my middle name. Like I collaborate. <laughs> I wake up figuring out who can I collaborate with. Yeah, I've been really blessed. We've worked with Soul Cycle. We've worked with Apple. We've worked with Lorna Jane, which is a fitness line out of Australia. Uh, we've worked with so uh, I said so it's like Kroger. Kroger nice. is a huge supporter. Um, so lots of lots of really big brands. And I'm a person who believes in anything. It doesn't have to be a big brand, but you align yourself with other people who are killing it in their field or in their, in their, if you're, if you have a nonprofit, align yourself with other nonprofits. If you are a volunteer, align yourself with other volunteers who are killing it because they, they know something you don't know and they have an audience you don't have and they can help put you in the room where you need to be. So right. I saw so, that. So the with these partnerships, tell me, because I think when we're starting an idea, we have this vision of things that we want to do and, and like, I would think of, well, I can't wait to be on Super Soul Sunday. And then your mind is like, well, girl, how is that going to happen? I don't know. And then it's like, so it's never going to happen. And that's not true. We don't have to know every step. But tell me how you've been able to partner up with these brands. Well, some of them have just been divine. Like the woman who I mentioned who owns a skincare line who's in Vogue Italy today. She literally saw my advertisement for my brunch, my first one, which was like my tiny little baby. Mm -hmm. I picked a date, didn't know what I was doing. I booked a venue, didn't know anybody. I told you I've been traveling for 85% of the time. I didn't even know people in this city. Wow. And you're in Texas. Yeah, I'm in Texas. I'm in Houston. I got an ad on Facebook, put it out there and people started reaching out and she was the first, she inboxed me and she said, Hey sister, I see you're having an event. How can I help you? That is beautiful. Yes, it is. And I literally was in awe, number one. And I, and I I have to say, like, I have to say it's divine because I had to give gratitude for that in that moment because I knew it didn't come from me. And then after her soul cycle did, and then another salon reached out for that first event. And I knew at that point that I was doing something I was supposed to do. And I had to keep going with it because initially I thought I'll have one event. I'll go back to work or, you know, I'll figure out what I'm going to do and I'll do it in my spare time. Well, that wasn't the plan. I I wasn't, I haven't been able to do it in spare time because it it quickly consumed my life and became a full-time thing uh, just from that. So half of them have truly been divine. And then the others, I literally work day and night. I'm reaching out to brands. I'm sending them, you know, decks, uh, media decks of what we can offer, what type of events, creating these events in my head and putting them on paper and saying, hey, would you be interested in this? You know, researching these brands and trying to align with those that actually have the same mission as Brunch and Slay in some capacity. Right, that are in alignment with your purpose and your vision. That's amazing. And that just speaks to walking in your purpose. You know, we're not going to always see the whole staircase. I mean, we never see it, to be honest. We only see what we can do within what we've seen before and our experiences. Yeah. So it's important to know that there is an invisible hand, you know, Mm -hmm. because everyone has different beliefs Mm -hmm. that the minute you say I'm stepping it up to my purpose, there's just going to be these attractions, manifestations and things that happen that we won't even be able to fully understand. You know, I'm a, I'm a huge, huge believer in getting quiet, meditating and prayer, whatever you believe in. I just believe that when you, 
put good out and you allow yourself to get quiet, you will get answers. That's literally where the name brunch and slate, it came to me in meditation. I had no clue what a brunch and a slate was. I didn't even like the name. I thought it was too trendy. Um, I didn't want to run with it, but I'm so glad I did because it, it literally, it's my personality personified. Right. Like, it's, it's fine. It's, it's your personality. Why wouldn't you name it? <laughs> yeah. You know, because then I feel like I love, you can see authenticity in a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So if you were to say, I don't want to name it brunch and slay, I would rather name it something else. It doesn't really connect with you. You have yeah. to align with it and people connect to the trueness to you. But, yeah. you know, yeah. so that, that's, that's really amazing. Now I love sharing journeys and talking to people. And that's really why I have this podcast because the people only see the end result. Mm-hmm. So I, I just met you. I only saw brunch and slay. I don't know that we have so much in common just by seeing this. It's about listening to each other's journey and realizing that we're all the same. We're all trying to do the best we can together, you know? So to hear that six months in, you get a call from a career you've built for 10 years. And like you mentioned, you already knew. Mm -hmm. You had this two two years. You were working on this for two years. Oh, yeah. 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 Now, were you always a leader? Like as a kid, were you the one that was always putting people together and being a leader and saying, this is what everyone should do? And were you in like, tell me about who you were as a child, because I feel that people know who know this is what I want to do. You yeah. know what I mean? No, I was absolutely born this way. Absolutely. I've always been a leader. You can go back and look at my report cards and say she will be a leader. Or now I've always been chatty too. So that was my that was my weakness. Right. Now, <laughs> let me tell you, I got in a lot of trouble because those report cards always came back when she talks too much. <laughs> and there's no such thing as a child talking too much. Like let them be creative. Let them right. let that energy flow. But yeah, I've always been involved. I've uh, in high school student council and college student government, uh, vice president. And, you know, I was going to DC back then and representing our college, like all these, I've always been that person. And I've always been one who loved to bring women together. My 17th birthday, I invited all the girls in my graduating class to my house for a slumber party because I felt that our energy was off, which is so it's crazy. And we literally had a powwow and we talked about our issues and we were all like, we were best friends for at least three weeks after that party, you know, wow, life happened, amazing. but that was important to me. Like, that's who I am. Yeah. That's amazing. And now you get to do that for a living. Isn't that awesome? That's amazing. Yeah. And you know, I say, I wish if, if we can inspire everyone to do what they're what their passion is, there will be a lot more happy people out there. Oh, absolutely. Because you know what I can tell you, and you just hit something there. You hear it and it sounds so cliche. When you do what you love, you don't work, number one. But you can't even worry about the provisions because they will come. When when you're doing what it's called on your soul, what keeps you up at night, what makes you jot down notes, what you feel like, oh, I'm going to do this one day. That one day is today. Just start. Just jump. Right. And, and that's, that's the thing that we can take away from, from your journey. We can plan and say, I'll be ready then. You're, oh, yeah. I think you're never really ready in your mind. I agree. You know, because we get scared when we're doing something new, mm-hmm. always. So you just, like you said, can just take the leap today and say, I'm going to do my best. Like you did. Let me just post these Facebook ads and, you know, let's see what happens. Yeah. And you had someone reach out to support, not only show up, but to support yeah. your vision. 
Yeah. And when I first, the first event, I literally, I talked to my husband. I'm like, Hey, I'm going to just rent out uh, a, a really, you know, cool room at this cool restaurant and I'm, it'll be out of my savings. And if no one shows up, I'll just invite my friends and I'm not going to worry about it. I'm just going to do it. And I'm going to do it with excellence and I'm going to put this vision, you know, out there. And he, thank goodness, he's a super supportive guy. And he's like, yeah, do it. Go for it. No big deal. And, I, and it could have just been like, he, she's got this new baby. Let this girl do something. Like, get her out of here. I don't know what he was thinking, but I'm glad he was thinking it. And, right. and, and, I, and when it sold out, man, and I had support from my friends. You know, they bought tickets. They drove down from Dallas because I'm from Dallas. I didn't know. I didn't even know five people in this city who I knew for sure would buy tickets. Wow. And, and you sold out. Yeah. That's amazing. So more on just during those times where you decided like, okay, I'm going to launch this. Mm-hmm. How were you able to stick to the vision? Because when you start something, so many things happen and, you know, you can feel like, why am I doing this? What kept you motivated during the beginning stages of Brunch and Slay? <laughs> I think, honestly, the beginning stages, I'm one of those people who's just naive. I didn't have any doubt because the way that the name came to me and the way that it was solidified, I knew I was doing what I was supposed to do. So I didn't question it. And my first event, I only had 50 spaces. So I knew because my background was in sales, I'm like, surely I can sell 50 seats in a room. There's no way I can't. If I can't, how the heck did I make it 10 years in sales? And that's literally how I felt. I launched the company May 1st and that was on social media, Instagram. I didn't have, I had like two followers, my husband and my sister. And I just started posting every day. I, I literally I love these stories. Right? Like, <laughs> you start off, my mom's my fan. <laughs> yes, yeah. Right, and I, I literally right. just felt like if I do it every day, people will start to follow. You should, I went back and deleted all those first posts. They were a hot mess. They were all from <laughs> Pinterest, like cute pink things. I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know I didn't even know I was having a brunch. I just picked a date. I was like, July 16th. Didn't even know why. I was like, that's enough time to figure out what I'm doing. Right. July right. 16th. I just kept saying, save the date. Save the date. Didn't know what that date was. Didn't know what restaurant would have me. I didn't know anything. You just but I literally something was, was going to happen. Yeah. Because that name came to me in meditation and I knew that, that something was coming from. So I didn't waver at, at that point. Right. You know, it's interesting. I, I, I've been meditating for a few years now. And honestly, whenever I have to make a decision, I I stop first and I'm like, okay, let me sit on it for a little bit, whether that's just my morning meditation or I just think about it for a few days and just really get quiet and ask myself why. Mm -hmm. That's always, because, you know, we tell ourselves a lot of stories of like, I want to do this because of this. Mm, Let's think about it. Yeah. Is that the reason for real? So it's like pause is that really why you're doing this? Yeah. Um, and that's, and I've, I've learned to do that in every area of my life. And yeah, that's a major lesson. And for somebody like me, who was like very controlling, who's coming from this job where I felt like I was really doing something and being able to, I didn't start meditating until I was pregnant with my daughter. So I'm still new to this. And, wow. but it was such a, powerful thing because I, I'm a, because I'm a talker, my mind is always going. So for me, it became a drug. It's like my time to get quiet and shut down the anxiety and shut down the what ifs. It became something that I, I, I absolutely need now. Right. I, I honestly, I talk about it a lot, my morning practice and it's meditate, stretch, 
write down 10 things I'm grateful for, set my intentions for that day and what I would like to receive for that day. Love it. And meditation, if it wasn't for meditation, I mean, I don't know. Because I, I I went to law school. Just think about how my brain functions. Yeah. You know, like overanalyzing things is the norm. Yeah. If someone says no, and I'm thinking for the million reasons why they said no. Yeah. You know, it's just, yeah. so it's good to be able to quiet the mind. So that's that's amazing that you started to meditate during these times. And I've learned you really grow through your difficult times and create new habits yes. that only push you forward. Yes. yes. Right? So it's, it's like an adjustment. Yeah. To become the better version of yourself. Oh, yeah. I always say that's like, those are pivots. Like I'm constantly pivoting and evolving. Like I told you, I'm, I'm very transparent with saying I didn't have a solid plan. This was not in my plan. It, right. wasn't, it wasn't even a plan. It's just a, it's just, but now I see why it, it, it all, my steps were ordered. I can totally see that now. Um, but I couldn't at the time. And now, you know, I, I love that we're able to connect. And like I said, with the brands and the people we work with, I want to do obviously so much more. And but I'm thankful for this process and, and for where I am considering, you know, it's only been like two years. That's amazing. You've had a good start. Let me tell you. <laughs> That's amazing. Thank you for sharing your journey with us about Brunch and Slay and your personal experiences. It's really important because I'm sure someone listening can relate. And I hope so. I can feel like, you know what, I, I've been there and I can change my life around and make it better. Yeah. Just about doing your best. So to wrap it up, I'm going to ask you three questions. Okay. First... What would be one, you know, good tip of advice that you can give someone who's looking to start a project, business, launch a career, start something new? Well, uh, can I give two? Yes, you can. (laughs) One, I want to say comparison is the thief of joy. That's my favorite quote. Mm -hmm. So whatever you're doing, don't compare it to anybody else's because you are on your own path. Uh, and there's nothing new under the sun. So don't get in your feelings when you see someone else with a similar idea because you aren't the only person with that idea. It, the difference comes with how you execute it, which is the second thing I want to say. Execute in excellence. In everything you do, execute in excellence. Because I literally, and I told you this, I, I always practice like Oprah's coming. One day I'm going to have an event and some, one of her assistants is going to be, have brought a ticket secretly and I'm going to look up and she's going to be there and I'm going to be prepared. And she's going to be crying on the side. (laughs) Oh, 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 honey, I might not be able to talk, but it'll be so well executed that it's going to flow. Right, right, right. I've been waiting for her. Like I'm, Mm -hmm. I'm waiting for Oprah now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So you operate, you know, everything you do. Yeah. is from that place of excellence. Yeah. If I'm going to take this call, if I'm going to speak to this person, if I'm going to create this podcast, yes. it's from that place of excellence. Yes. That's yeah. beautiful. And I'm going with it. It's not always perfection, but it's, it's excellence. It's res- right, because excellence is not perfection. We'll yeah. never be perfect. And like yeah. you said, you went back and deleted all those posts. Yes. <laughs> you know, like... You, it's nothing's going to be perfect. No. And I've learned to let go of perfection. It's just yeah. a distraction. Yeah. You know, and I like what you said, though, about comparison is a thief of joy. Now, we understand this intellectually, mm-hmm. but when you get on social media and mm-hmm. you see someone else, you're like, ooh, you feel it that you're, yeah. you're comparing. And it's about knowing it in our, in our soul that yeah. there's no need to compare. Yeah. 
that's and that, that's that's why you have to control your feed. If that means I'm following people that take you there, unfollow them. And you don't. I for one, I love creativity and being original. So I don't even want something seeping into my my mind of what somebody else did because we're in two totally different places and we typically have different audiences. So I'm not. I'm not picking up what they're doing. I'm not looking at how they executed something because I want to do it in my own way. Right. Um, so I don't even want it. I don't even want it in my timeline. <laughs> You're like, take it out of my timeline. Yeah. <laughs> That's amazing. So question number two, share with us one thing that you're grateful for. Now, this doesn't take away that you may be grateful for many things, but mm-hmm. what is one thing? I think in the spirit of brunch and sleigh, uh, we'll stick with that. I'm grateful for that phone call that day driving down 610 saying, we don't need you anymore. Wow. Yeah, I'm grateful for that. that I'm, I'm grateful for it too. That's why we're here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And my last question is, what do you want to be known for? I definitely, I just want to be known for being a true connector and a, a, a person who truly d- said what she meant, meant what she said, and lived that and brought women together, period. No, with no, not wanting anything from it. I want us to thrive. And I want to be known for helping women thrive. And you're already doing that. So that's, that's truly amazing. So where can we find Brunch and Slay? Is it brunchandslay.com for our listeners? I know already. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, my, my web address is brunchandslay.com and and A-N-D, so brunch and slay. And uh, you can find me on every form of social media at brunch and slay. So Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Snapchat, Pinterest, LinkedIn, all that good stuff. Everything, you're everywhere. (laughs) Brunch and slay. I keep it real simple for you. That's amazing. Thank you for following your purpose and sharing your message with everyone. And guys, always remember to choose gratitude over fear. Thank you for tuning in.